and over 80% of those who consult medical doctors today complain of excessive stress. Even our children are in trouble, with at least one in ten suffering from significant mood disorders. Our mood problems are increasing so fast that by 2020 they will outrank AIDS, accidents, and violence as the primary causes of early death and disability. It's clear that our moods are deteriorating at unprecedented rates. What isn't so clear is why. What is this tidal wave of emotional malaise all about? Are our lives so much more unhappy than they were 100 years ago, or even 10 years ago? It's true that we're facing some unprecedented adversity in the 21st century. But even if it is the high pressure, or the absence of family support, or the terrorist threat, for example, Why are we now so unresponsive to traditionally reliable remedies like long vacations, psychotherapy, and spiritual counsel? Why are we forced to turn more and more to medication for solace? In this book, I am proposing that much of our increasing emotional distress stems from easily correctable malfunctions in our brain and body chemistry, malfunctions that are primarily the result of critical, unmet nutritional needs. More important, I am proposing a complete yet easy-to-implement nutritional repair plan that can actually start to eliminate what I call our false moods in 24 hours. True Emotions versus False Moods Some negative feelings are unavoidable and even beneficial. They're what I call true emotions. These true, genuine responses to the real difficulties we encounter in life can be hard to take. They can even be unbearable at times, depending on the kinds of ordeals we face. But they can also be vitally important. True grief moves us through our losses. True fear warns us of danger. True anger can defend us from abuse. And true shame can teach us to grow and change. These true emotions typically pass or diminish naturally. And even when they get repressed or misdirected, they can usually be relieved through counseling. But when we suffer for no justifiable reason, when the pain of a broken heart doesn't mend like a broken bone, when rest, psychotherapy, prayer, and meditation can make little impact, then we must suspect the emotional imposter, the meaningless biochemical error, the false mood. Figuring out the difference between false moods and true emotions is the first step in your mood cure. Once you've mastered that, you can move on to eliminate the fraudulent feelings of depression, anxiety, sadness, and irritability that are interfering with your natural capacity to enjoy life. Learning to Spot a False Mood When your boss cancels a long-scheduled vacation, you may get justifiably angry, and the next day you won't have any trouble remembering what triggered your anger. At other times, You just seem to snap when your child forgets to take out the garbage. Later you say, I don't know what got into me. The first case is a genuine emotion. The second is a definite counterfeit. Thinking of a loved one who has died may make you teary, but if every sentimental TV commercial brings you to tears, you're in the grip of false pain. PMS is notorious for its bad moods. If you're reasonably even-tempered the rest of the month, but become teary and nasty before your period, you're experiencing a clear-cut case of hormonally disrupted emotional balance, a false mood. We all make mistakes and beat ourselves up from time to time, 
but if you were finding fault with your behavior or appearance almost every day, it's likely that false feelings of low self-esteem are responsible. You shouldn't have to live with these kinds of distorted moods on a regular basis. It's like having an engine that sputters, preventing you from having a smooth emotional ride. When your brain's emotional equipment needs a tune-up, you get clues. You don't sleep well. You worry too much. You start feeling overwhelmed. You lose your enthusiasm or your ability to concentrate. You might also start depending on chocolate, wine, or marijuana to get some relief. If you experience these kinds of symptoms frequently, you may have just come to accept them, assuming them simply to be unfortunate features of your basic personality. The chances